Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, who's there? (laughs) (laughs) So, here we go. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. Happy (laughs) (laughs) to be here. Okay, so every day you get on your podcast. So, (laughs) So you guys are blown. Welcome. So blown. Oh, my God. So today on Beanie Out the Bottle, I have solicited the help of my really best friends to dive into today's topic, which is entanglements of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, a big shout out to August Osina and the Smith family for giving us premium content as we discuss the topics of infidelity, the different types of marriages, open, monogamous, polygamous, and just the idea of no marriage or just the pressures or our fears about marriages. So firstly, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jeannie and I'm your host. And with me are... Afoma. I'm a pharmacist by profession. So I'm a healthcare professional. So yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Next, Tim Tim. Mm-hmm. My name is T. Mine. <laughs> 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 yeah, so if you couldn't I'm an aspiring rapper. Um... Aspiring, of course, uh, but then otherwise, I work in finance, and then I wrap up the side. Sure. Hopefully, that becomes my main team someday. I'm no buying bricks. <laughs> I should be here. Thanks for having me, Jeannie. You're welcome. Outside the bottle. Outside the bottle. Vans. Hi guys. Hi everyone. <laughs> Hi Jeannie's viewers. Welcome Hi. to the bottle. Okay, <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Vanessa. Um, I'm a technology consultant. That's really what I do. But I'm also a multifaceted creative. Oh, tell us, I'm tell a us, tell us about creative. Yes, I blog, I YouTube, and I'll be coming to a screen near you in Nollywood. Hey, Ooh. 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 hey. tell us what's okay. your YouTube channel so that we can, it's can look, check Paressa. you out. Yes, thanks, G. It's Vanessa Paressa. Um, Vanessa double S, Paressa double S. Ooh, okay. And what do you do on your channel? Like, it's just lifestyle stuff? Or... It's super lifestyle. I'm still trying to find my niche. Um, <laughs> so just trying to be helpful. Like, whether it's how to make some homemade popcorn. Too many, I should send that to you, actually. Um, and then how I'm spending my quarantine a day in my life. Um, just trying to find my niche. Know how much to share. Because sharing too much could also be mm, toxic. Sharing. Um, Right, and that's really it. I enjoy doing it, so I'm just putting it out there, I guess. Mad. So has everyone yeah. been doing, like, COVID period? Afi, you're a healthcare worker. You're pretty much an essential front worker. Line, so has Frontliner. Front how's that been in these times? Um, it's, been, it's been scary, to be honest, but I think mm. it's getting better, better now. Like, at the start, it was a bit, you know, an- like, everyone was anxious because no one really knows what's Understood going on. It. Mm. exactly and it's a very you know it's the coronavirus we've had different types but COVID-19 is specific right and no one had really experienced it or knew what would work everyone was it was a guessing game mm. well I think everyone's been more comfortable with it and people are more aware now and you know getting better but uh, please yeah, stay safe. Um, how are the rest of you doing though like I haven't worked in months yeah, so um it's just been resting and still trying to find out like what i could do this time so that i'm not like leasing about so have you guys who are not particularly front and center of the whole 
um, pandemic? Like, how are you managing your time and your free time right now? So I don't think I have had much free time. I, I think at this point, it's almost even a privilege because I still have my Some job. days I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God. Very, like, grateful. And then some days I'm like, well, this is actually a setup because where is the free time? <laughs> um, so I've pretty much been working all week, um, sometimes even weekends. Um, and then times when I'm less busy, just trying to be creative and trying to stay sane. Yeah, because I've also realized that I am actually highly introverted. Like, like my sure. space is peaceful. I'm obsessed with it. Sure. But at the same time, don't believe you. I love human interaction. <laughs> so I'm trying to find sort of that balance in this time that we know that this might not be over soon. Like spending time with loved ones and just Big seeing what I can do to like refuel my soul, like by interactions with people. Um, but it's been a long one, so there have been many phases, but I'm at the phase of controlling what I can right now and yeah. And leaving the rest of God. Tim Tim. Totally. Yeah, no, I'm definitely with Vanessa on that roller coaster of emotions. Like in one day, what am I saying? One hour, I can start to think so thankful, you know, I still oh have my a job. Yeah. I'm safe at home to being like, Oh my gosh, we're in a pandemic, like what's happening in this world? Yeah. Uh, and like, I have so much work to do. So work has actually been pretty busy um, yeah. during this period. And then there's working from home, which I never thought I would say this, but like get you me hate. back in the office. <laughs> ASAP. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Oh my Because at this point now, colleagues, bosses will just call you at any time and they're like, you're home. What are you really doing? Exactly. Like, I have at the no same time, plans. it's been interesting setting that boundary because it's like, you don't need to know what I'm doing, but stop <laughs> yeah but i mean overall i now i think i'm just taking it all one day at a time or really as you should should. just going by the hour and just hanging in there but it's definitely good 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 yeah okay so let's get into the topic okay we're talking marriage today and i feel like as young adults or just adults in general like everyone can relate to this topic because um for us as females most especially like for the past let's say let's say a decade like as soon as you finish school or you get a job the next thing anyone says is oh so next next thing for you now is to marry like has anyone heard that before (laughs) after like yeah reaching the heights (laughs) as in so i feel like the topic of marriage is so um it's so every discussion needed right now because like for young people and us as singles as well like we hear this topic all the time but like some of us don't really know what it is i don't think anyone really understands marriage until they get into it but i feel like we have like a case study with the august Alcina and the smith story so let's get into that whole story so i'll just give us a quick summary of where we're at and then i'll ask some questions and then we'll go from there so started with august alcina and his interview with angela yi from the breakfast club um the interview was really much about him his life's journey dealing with the terminal illness dealing with loss pretty much his part of being story and then he proceeds to talk about like his relationship or his truth and his relationship with jada and he said and i quote that he can die knowing he fully gave himself to someone and then goes on to say will smith permitted their relationship 
he has an album coming out one angle and um i guess everyone sort of had been seeing them around but had questions but i feel like because of the status of like will and jada like you can't really just upfront like come and ask them those things so people just started speculating oh these people have to be in an open marriage so when he was doing press for his own new album and the question came up i felt like so he didn't particularly go there to just talk about jada like he was talking about a bunch of other things and you know that topic came up and i've heard he was friends with jaden so he came around as someone who was dealing with a terminal illness and so he started off with i think even in the other interview you're saying oh, we started off with trying to help him and next thing it turned to something else so when he gave his interview i feel like he was just trying to speak his truth whatever that is like say okay i was going through all of this but i really did fall in love and i feel like you sort of see these things in a lot of relationships where there's like a huge age difference like it usually happens with let's say young girls and older men but sometimes too you see we have cougars around like you see older women with younger men and i guess that was jada's situation so he was going through it but she was going through it as well so um i guess she was his mommy slash girlfriend yo i don't know what was going on at the time slash healer slash healer doctor slash babysitter (laughs) yo she was a lot of things this jada and i guess she was also like you know involved with him physically which is sexually yeah we're adults we can say sex um (gasps) so i feel like for one i think he was telling the story for a lot of reasons i feel like first of all he thought it would bring enough like press to him like hmm. okay it's like I'll a publicity go. stunt not really okay. a stunt per se but it's like i have a story to tell and people seem to be obsessed with these people but i'm telling you they're not as perfect as they seem that kind of p that's what i think and to promote his album because like he seems like an emotional man that might even sing about these things so yeah his music is like listen sexy. have you oh really in the past, though, I don't know this current album. <laughs> it's funny, I never actually had heard of him until now. So I Are you serious? What? American people. Yeah, you guys. How? I mean... <laughs> Are you in Boston? How? That's the thing. Yeah. It was Boston that made me get to know him. Like, oh, my American. Oh, my God. Like... I guess. <laughs> so, what's everyone's thought on relationships where the age difference is over 10 years? Let me start with Afi. You've been quiet. I think it's okay. Like, as long as you're both consenting adults, mm-hmm. like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. parents have that kind of age gap and they seem to to make it work like it's not the worst thing in the world so i just feel as long as you both know what you're doing and you're old enough you're at least 18 yeah or more possibly even 2021 like a little bit older yeah. and it's consenting mm-hmm. and it's fine because he was 20 yeah. and a lot of the people who have who have been bashing jada have been saying how she manipulated him he was a young naive vulnerable young man Ooh, so wow. it's like no i think she 
manipulate him, but not based off of age because he was an adult. So what I think had happened is obviously he was vulnerable because he was sick, um, physically, like physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. He had some, he had some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, he was downplayed. So he was very vulnerable. So she definitely manipulated him in that way, and she definitely, like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy, clean relationship. I don't think there was something going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, but not based off. I wouldn't say she, you know, was a predator. People are using the word predator. Predator is usually used for an age when it's an older man and really young girl or something like that, that mm-hmm. kind of situation. But I don't think it was that. I think it was more just his vulnerability. Yeah. So I don't know if, if predator is the right word because it can be easily... There's a thin line. I'm not sure. Yeah. So let no, me because not speak even on with, it. like, when, you, when don't, people call it, men predators and things like that, like... It's usually because yeah. there's this presumption that women are naive and vulnerable when they're younger, technically. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like I feel like with this Will and Jada situation, it's a perfect thing for a lot of feminists in the sense that it's like, oh yeah, now see do you see what has been happening from our own side? Like be on the receiving end. I think Will had said he feels like the wife who has come with his spouse. While, he's to- while she's talking to the world about her transgressions, and then she goes on to say, oh, she doesn't even feel like this is a transgression. Yeah. But um, in normal situations, it's usually the other way around. So um, Jada is staying at, like, at a position where most men typically stay, and when men are in those positions, they are usually called predators. Like they say, oh, you took advantage of the girl, da-da-da-da-da. So it's like... Are we going to use the same energy on little old Miss Jada? Or do we love her too much not to give a fuck? I mean, there's definitely a power play there, right? And mm-hmm. even, so yeah. let's even just take it out of the Jada August context. So, for mm-hmm. example, there's there's a probability, a really high chance that patients fall in love with their doctors. Like, it's research, <laughs> it's a fact. Really? No, it's true. I've never yeah, heard no, before. it's actually That's a thing yeah and so doctors usually can't be in romantic relationships with their patients their patients yeah. because yeah. your patient starts like your patient views no you. it's true yeah it's it's a thing it's a thing so like your patient obviously is viewing you as like this yes savior, savior and mm. can get like those feelings mixed up with like romantic savior, feelings. Like a exactly so so i mean yes. i think um under yeah. normal circumstances like if august wasn't ill I mean, it is what it is, but I think because he was ill and that was the basis under which their family started interacting with him, okay. there was probably some power play and, you know, totally. like, yeah, I think there was some, there was some of that. I didn't even have all of this background, but just hearing about it immediately, I'm like, uh-uh, Jada, that wasn't good on your end, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, Jada, I, I also, I also, I, I really found the level of self-awareness that she had extremely admirable, right? Because Me the too. truth is that many women are actually in codependent relationships where, you know, they're trying to fix these men, you know, they meet this guy as like a bad guy, but it's like, yeah. oh God, like, I can turn I'll him into him. a good guy, like, mm. I can fix him. So I think to some extent, this isn't to obviously relay her of any responsibility, but to some extent, there was probably that like compassion, pity that then ended up 
turning into something else. Right. But, um, so I'm looking at it. Sorry, to many carry on. Sorry. So awful. No, but I just think that there was also that element to it. And she she acknowledged that, you know, she does have a codependency complex, which is yeah. something that one, not many women are able to identify. They're like, no, I'm just a really good person. I just love. And when I love, I love so much. It's like, no, honey, like you have this savior complex and you're always trying to fix yeah. And I like how she ended up acknowledging that like she realized that she was she actually had to fix herself like she mm-hmm. was the person to fix you know and and I think that was that was extremely admirable yeah that's a red table talk I feel like but at the same mm-hmm. time if you're that self-aware I mean that's how no but this because is the thing I think being is... self-aware yourself to a certain extent yeah. makes you very aware of someone else's circumstances so for you to be that self-aware and then fine you're trying to fix someone else uh, how are you trying to fix them sexually again do you get what I mean it's like no no but I feel like her journey of self-awareness is at this point where she is now right it wasn't that, like so at the time when it was happening it was yeah, more yeah, or less yeah. like I'm not happy and somehow my man can make me happy so okay, she thought she could find idea. happiness outside of, you know, fixing someone her else, marriage and her, like her husband, her family, da da da. But then oh, she got yeah. there too, and I guess she realized that him too cannot really make me happy. Like yeah, I have sure. to be the one that's in charge of my own happiness. But I guess yeah, in realizing yeah. that about herself too, she realized that she wasn't going to live. What's his name, Uncle Will? And I think what's his name, August what? took it. Like okay, yeah. Yeah, like, if I'm not going to be your person, then I'm out. Because I guess he broke it off with her based on, I guess, she wanted to eat her cake and have it like most people would decide, okay, I'm good. I'm still staying with my husband, though. That original plan is not happening again. But I love you, too. And it's like, bruh, you can't love us both. So I'm a a bound. And I think that's what, I think that was what August's situation ended up being. So he broke it off. But I feel like I also like how she didn't entirely disrespect him while she was talking to Will Smith. That was ballsy when she said, the only person that can give me permission is me. I was like, tell oh, her. I can't wait to watch it. She was... No, but I wanted to say something about that. not just that in particular, but how Jada speaks, right? I feel like because she's very, she's good at communicating and this is sort of her day job, Interview which is to like... Yeah. Talk about conflict and with people. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So after that skip. So she found a way. Like she was uh, there's no way we're gonna sugarcoat this. Yeah. She was wrong for what she did. She was still married and technically she did cheat on her husband. Whether there was permission, mm-hmm. no permission, they were separated, right. they were still legally married. If they were to go to court to file thing, Will can claim that she was infidelity, um, infidelity involved and all of that. So, yeah, she was wrong. But she didn't own up to that. She never said sorry. She never came to, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it this way. There was no owning up to anything. Like, she just sort of said, oh, yes, the only person that can give control is me. She was very, I feel she came off sort of cocky, Mm. in my opinion. Like, she was very, I don't know what word, yeah, besides cocky, what other word to use. But she just did not... There was no remorse and she just wasn't it was more like yeah i was in a bad place i needed to be happy what do you mean you need to be happy you're married and you have two mm. beautiful children well, i don't it is small is there a younger man's penis that's gonna make you happy like what are you really <sighs> teaching women what are you teach your children like make it make sense so i don't know it I was it was like 
for I me. I feel like, yeah. you know, I feel like that interview, this interview that they just had, I think was just in response to August. But I don't think it really shed the light on their marriage. Like, all the things yeah. that may have led to the point of separation, all the... Like when she said, oh, when, when, he, when he said, oh, I'll get you back, and she was like, you've gotten me back. Like, there's a lot about the marriage that we don't know. We only know about sure. August because August spoke about it. Like, and so there was all this talk on the media and they felt like they needed to respond. So they only spoke on very specific things, but I feel like 25 years, like they said, oh, we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life. What does anybody think about that? Bad marriage. Horrible. No, but like if you think about it in context of bad boys, because that's a quote from that movie. If you say like you yeah, say bad it boys was for life pick. doesn't necessarily like is a bad marriage equal to a failed marriage. Yes. You know how I can think... a bad marriage not be a failed marriage? I huh? don't understand. How can a bad marriage not be a failed marriage? No, but theirs is a bad marriage, but and it's what not failed. Because they're still married. They're not divorced. Because, but because, I don't, because someone is still married doesn't mean that the marriage isn't failed. Mm. Just because they married. So are you telling me that someone has married for 40 years, they've been depressed, they've had, you know, they hate each other or they're just, whatever it is, their marriage is successful just because they're still married? I suppose. Well, you know, I actually, I, I think know. that they probably took some creative license, right? So they were like, oh, let's just like put this quote in there. It was probably rehearsed and part of the script for the mm-hmm. show. But I think that what they probably meant, I mean, I want to take my own, um, just have my own take on this. And I think what they probably meant to say was that imperfect marriage for life. Yeah. And that's a reality. And that's okay. That, you know, that doesn't fit into any Disney scripts. Mm. You know, Holly, that's not a good Hollywood story. So we don't really get to see that on TV. But the truth is that marriage is imperfect. People are imperfect. Life is so imperfect. And I actually, there's something admirable for me about acknowledging the imperfections in their marriage yeah. and still showing that both of them. So, emphasis on both of them not just one person both of them were still committed to making it work for them because it was something that was important to both of them um i think usually whenever there's like this like oh you know marriage isn't perfect but just stay there it's usually when people are trying to advise a woman to stay in a bad marriage Mm. but in this in this scenario it's both of them acknowledging that their marriage is imperfect but both of them want still to committing be in that marriage to stay yeah. and i think i find that to be quite frankly as real as it gets when it comes to life like yeah that's as close to reality as as it gets i think yeah no i agree with you and i'm all for i honestly respect them for acknowledging that okay the marriage isn't perfect and they've had flaws but they've been able to make it work and all of that good stuff but putting out the notion that bad marriage for life like those words like, no but i think it was a wordplay now because it was from bad like we ride together we ride together bad boys for life they were all they were cops but they were bad boys for life so it's like it's when you say you know, i know bad. i know about all mm-hmm. of that but then you okay but this is the thing right i believe a lot in the power of the tongue right this is me and they are like what they're literally putting out into the war for the whole world to see is that bad marriage for life so they are 
they're using their own mouth to say that the, the marriage even though i think what you said too many about it being imperfect that's what they meant i probably think that's what they meant as well but their wordplay even if you don't agree with the word banter, we just no i don't i actually don't because you cannot say bad marriage for life like what do you mean people there are people that are going through their marriage really where their husbands marriage. are hitting them exactly their husbands are hit them you know they're going through like sexual assault in their marriages maybe their husbands rape them they beat them up they do all sorts of things and it's like you're on tv or on facebook watch you're promoting bad marriage for life like yeah we die here that kind of mentality <laughs> what is their own marriage no, now they're not saying you too <laughs> no, but no, no, right i know i know but, but this is the thing are. okay who's speaking sorry no no timoni should speak please sorry you were saying no i'm Hello? just saying that yeah. In, in many ways we're placing these people on a pedestal right so this is their own principle for their marriage and then we're like well you guys are not allowed to go by that principle for your marriage because it doesn't apply to everyone's marriage and the truth is of course it doesn't apply to everyone's marriage like there's a whole ton of stuff that doesn't apply Ooh. to everyone's marriage that well the, to, prop- the next I mean, question i was going to have was do you think the smith situation is prevalent in most marriages today maybe not the exact same dynamic but do you think that there's a there's a hint of what we're seeing in the Smith family in marriages that we have today. Okay, so what is their dynamic? Just so I can contribute on the same page. I'm a bit confused. Um, so their dynamic at this point was, you know, there's someone unhappy in the marriage and I guess they open the door and it's like, okay, go and do what you go and do what you can to make yourself happy, but we're still married. So it's almost like they were in an open marriage. So what everyone was speculating pretty much was true. They were together, but they claimed they were separated, but they were still, you know, um, very much in each other's lives. But maybe co-parenting, being cordial, all of that. (laughs) But seeing other people and I guess having sex with other people. Okay, so this is confirmed. So she didn't cheat on him. Or this was post-August that they con- that they start- decided to do this? No, so all we know is that all they said was that they tried to basically say that they were separated at the time when August came into the picture. So oh, they were in divorce, but they're saying that they were separated. But I'm even saying in marriages today, people are not even separated, but you still have situations where people yeah. know that their spouses are out and about it's like do you come back home is that like is that something that we've been seeing within our lives like in our society people that we know yes yeah but i think it's more common in nigeria for males instead of females yeah yeah i think there's more of an understanding for the men to do whatever like you know do their thing and come back home and the women would know and they just they let it be it's been not normalized because see i'm so shook but it could have been like normalized it's like yeah that's what's happening "Mm, yeah that's what everyone does yeah that's what everyone does and it's funny because i'm just coming from a discussion where we're having that like this was very prevalent in the discussion where i was just like hey god and then over this pandemic somebody's husband and everybody was just looking at me like, duh. And I'm just like, it's not duh. Because if you're perpetuating the okayness of the situation, it's like, it happens. 
doesn't mean that it's okay. It's like eh, it happens now. Like in fact, somebody called me a goody two shoes. I said, "What's goody two shoes?" To still be shocked that people are stepping out of their marriages, and it's okay. It yeah. happens very much so in yeah. this society. Lagos, Abuja, Kano, like everywhere. And I don't know. Yeah. Say like, Kano. Like, you took it to the Lord. I don't know if it's the traditional, um, like the tradition of society in Nigeria, where it's just like. You know what? I polygamy. married this woman. Polygamy one, and then yeah. also the circumstance of people entering the marriages, right? Like people marry for a lot of political reasons, cultural reasons, but pressure. Not, not marrying to build a family, then- raise a family, dependent, like independent, like what is it called, codependently. Like it's it's also the reasons why people get married here, and you just it shows like eventually comes to light why people did like one of the discussions we we're having was this guy complaining that all his married friends aren't happy and i'm like why and he's like that's the thing they can't tell me and i'm just like <laughs> well i'm pretty sure like they got married because they reached that time where their clock was ticking and whoever they were talking to said yes and i'm just like i think that's something that's not even just happening in nigeria to be honest well atlanta is nigeria but even in like other cities or like countries it happens a lot just based off of the pressure of your society, your tradition, your culture, your age. Yeah. And it's almost making it okay. Like, okay, yeah, we're married. We're going to have kids and blah, blah, blah. But you and I, you know, just know that I don't think I'll be the most grateful person. And it's just yeah. like, sad. yeah, it's happening. It's it's truly so appalling because I'm still shocked. I pray to God I'm always shocked because... There's no need for you to be shocked forever, my sister. Let's look at yeah, this. I want to be in shock. Let's see this tweet by, where I'm by like, yeah, it Google. Okay, mm-hmm. so she says... Decades of marriage and no cheating is impossible. There will be physical or emotional affairs somewhere. If you can't tolerate that, then marriage is definitely not for you. Because the true essence of what marriage is supposed to be was lost way before we were all born. Then she now does her hand with that emoji. I don't know. So, um, Timoni, um, I feel like this tweet has many different like areas so we'll just start talking about them small by small so mm-hmm. decades of marriage no cheating is impossible what do you think mm. so fundamentally i always have an issue with any form of absolutes right mm-hmm. so always never impossible I never really agree with those statements because the truth is it might be your experience but you can't make theology out of that mm. So, I mean, uh, is infidelity real and prevalent? Of course it is. But then you can't say that it's impossible for people to have faithful marriages. Like, that's, that just doesn't... Logically, it just doesn't add up. Mm. I do think, though, that what she's probably driving at... And this is me, again, trying to make some sense of what someone else is saying. Problematic. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I think what she's probably <laughs> driving at, though, is this idea that marriages are imperfect, right? It's like, mm-hmm. there are challenges and people face those challenges and the idea that you know come stepping into something thinking oh this is all just going to be a walk in the park we live happily ever after it's a disney movie hmm. is not real it's not the truth is that if you are unwilling to face that reality then maybe marriage is not for you life isn't for you i don't even know if it's a marriage <laughs> thing <laughs> life, life isn't for you because i mean like we all we all i mean just for example like we graduate from college we have these like major dreams for our careers and then you step in and you're like is this is this what is this what a career is like is this yeah. what working is and then i mean you don't now jump out and be like oh my gosh like i'm not even working again like you totally. you, you embrace it you know like 
yeah, yeah. So i just feel like she does I mean, the fact that she acknowledges that you know you can't come in rosy eyed and expect everything to be perfect mm-hmm. fair but i just don't know about expecting the imperfection to always be infidelity i don't agree with that yeah to say that cheating is impossible then she goes on to go to, to say there will be physical or emotional affairs somewhere so i feel like we all know what a physical affair is where you and somebody else have sex but does anybody want to clarify on what an emotional affair is i have a definition here so i can just give you the one that i did a poll and some people dropped their six cents so let me say it emotional affairs mm-hmm. Is when you have someone you talk to, chat with, and look forward to every day. You are super excited about that person, but you never go all the way physical with them. Hmm. Isn't that your friend? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Isn't that your sister? Honestly, no. I have a problem with people. No, so I cannot no, be excited no, no, no. about somebody again because I'm married. <laughs> I cannot no, like, I'm, like, like, I'm so excited think... to have brunch with my friend. <laughs> if he's of the opposite sex, is you problem. guys know. Okay, no way. You guys are joking right now. No, you know <laughs> Thank what you. you know what yeah. you you know what you mean. So basically, Listen, and let me give you an example. Okay. It's the office. Like it's probably that office because I think every time I move back to every time I move back to like Nigeria, I, I actually watch married people come into the office. And I'm like, boy, you're married. <laughs> but at the same time, you can't really judge the dynamics of being married for like decades or even like five years. And hmm. it's like you have a connection with opposite sex. And then in the office, like there's a, oh, Jesus. And I don't want to ever like put myself in this position where it's like, it'll never be me, but it's very easy to meet somebody new. And then your banter is insane. Mm-hmm. And if not, uh, if not because of the commitment covenant of marriage that you're in mm-hmm. you will probably have dated that person you're going to be like this nigga can get like it and that is unfair <laughs> it will happen okay <laughs> boyfriends husbands even when you have children there's no way you're not gonna see someone be like oh honey oh that's that like you understand like you're going to admire people and you're going to have connections with people but I really so is that think... cheating and that's it's emotional really... cheating it is hmm. if if you, you start having okay no no you would because this is the thing right if you get up you, you're married and you get dressed mm-hmm. up in the morning and you want to look cute you do get a face beat all of that just to go you know because you're going to see someone at work that you want to find you attractive and comment and you want the person mm-hmm. to laugh with you and maybe touch your hands so that's why you do that makeup hey, at, okay, at yeah, home yeah, don't touch your hands day. now <laughs> <laughs> what I see in the office hey cause the people be looking fine to work and I'm just like what's up so no, it's just no. <laughs> you know what's so funny though I don't even make an I literally make zero effort to work but Yes. Guys at work, I feel like Nigerians love that dynamic. They love to like, fraternize in the office. They do. Like, I'm they do. Like, so disgusting, <laughs> sir, but okay. They do. Because imagine what the Ministry of Justice the, the... <laughs> I'm so sure. I mean, the pond is not too too pleasant to. So. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so
but they'll still go home the next they'll still go home that night and what i always wonder too is the lateness of going home at like i'm working at the office till very late 10 11 so you have wi-fi and lights but it's just like honey like what it's honestly so bizarre the office dynamic in lagos i mean around the world to be honest we've seen it in, <laughs> in nigeria especially it's glamorizing right. movies yeah, yeah. Really and maybe this is why some men don't want their wives to work yep yeah yep. That's also yep. security. Because in the office now, yeah. like they'll be looking at you and be, I mean, yeah, and it's like, who's but in the words of Jada, no man can give you permission. You gotta Listen, work. So, not to say that some women too aren't like mm, this husband of mine. Because <laughs> even me, I'm in my singleness, my eyes are also big. And I'm just like, now, wow, so this guy is married to somebody. So, I'm <laughs> looking at the husband and they're like, hey, this one is going to work every day. And young, young girls are starting NYC. And it's not about the security you think you have until yeah. there was this guy at my office and his wife was pregnant so she had gone abroad to give birth about two months in advance the tea. and i didn't even know this till like eventually came out that she gave birth i was like okay now that nigga was lonely like that like the guy was you could tell like but i, I didn't know his family dynamics and i was like yeah okay like it's so I don't want to say it's so easy because by God's grace we are strengthened, okay? But at the same time, <laughs> that is wow, Lord. it's very easy. One, because of the amount of time you spend. You spend office. with that person. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like if it's someone directly on your team, if it's your consulting and your consultant and you're on a client for like six, you know, seven months, a year, yeah. two years, you will build connections with your team on period. That's it. And then further connections, it's not hard, especially when you work for a company that fosters caring for each other that care is a very thin line so it's like so uh, no so what okay. i'm saying now is is an emotional affair all these things all this english for speaking is emotional mm-hmm. affair infidelity yeah um personally my standard I, I will call it that i will be yeah. deeply hurt and it's not wow. to say i can't be that person doing it i think that's why i don't want to admit it because it's like all anybody can fall victim to be yeah. that person but at the same time it will hurt me deeply i'll feel for like sure. it's cheating i don't know if i think it's cheating per se but i think it's a gateway to affair like it's a like, totally exactly you're more likely to fall for that person or like to end up getting physical but you know what's so funny though i feel like it's more painful most that's why men right when women cheat men always they can't handle it they're so hurt because an emotional affair women thank you women are more likely to go into affairs from the emotional angle and those are the most painful if you just if someone is just physical you don't really care about the person you don't even know or you just then it's easier because there's no attachment but by the time you start building that emotional connection it's been months years and then you finally start getting physical that's not something you just that's it might as well be an entanglement for marriage it's not something that, yeah. <laughs> okay, you better throw that name in there. Okay. Entanglements <laughs> of marriage. <laughs> yeah. It's not something you can just easily, you know, That's get out of, yeah. you know. But speaking of, I was speaking to someone like, you know, like an hour ago, so two hours ago. And we're talking about, you know, the fact that about this whole topic and situation. And he was saying how he knows like a couple of guys, you know how we feel like every guy not every guy but because this is wrong terminology but loads of nigerian men cheat it's like it's very difficult to find a nigerian man that's faithful but he was saying oh he has friends that you know maybe when they were dating they might have cheated but once they got married they didn't and the i i guess once they got married they decided that they wouldn't and i didn't think that was possible possible. i feel like like people build habits and they think they can just stop when they marry 
and well, you can't that right? yeah. that you can't just stop like just stop yeah. because no but he's saying but what he said to me is that this is the thing most girls are only friends with um fem- closer to females maybe you might have one or two male friends here or there but you're usually closer mm-hmm. to fem- females so in marriages you only hear the woman's perspective and there are women that swear on everything and say my husband isn't cheating they know and those men are probably doing all mm-hmm. sorts of nonsense and there are also women that might believe that because maybe the husband is attractive or like the workplace scenario he's like, always at the office oh, about how oh, the woman will be thinking ah oh, this husband is too fine all these nyc girls this kind of things will be panicking but then deep down this man might actually be faithful and the woman is just there stressing out and complaining but and she's not assuring her truth, in any you know way. and he's telling her no he might be assuring her but she you know we like women he might be assuring her but she just doesn't yeah. believe him right you know but he's saying that honestly like you know maybe he can't say 100 because nothing is 100 but at least 98 99 show that he knows at least two guys that they haven't cheated well, to but they were partners. cheating or they were cheating while they were married Two out of thinking, but it's something. <laughs> it just goes to show that no, now, but no, they weren't cheating. They might have, but he doesn't know. But he's saying that since they mm. got married, they have not cheated. Hmm. Okay, let's applaud those two. So now, our question now is, what is cheating? But this is so no, no, no. It's not two out of hundred. <laughs> now it might be five, <laughs> ten, ten. That's twenty percent. Wow. It's better than hundred. Standards, <laughs> God Almighty, help yeah. us. have we now agreed on the definition of cheating so cheating is i think it'll still be both physical and emotional but definitely definitely there's emotional cheating for sure for sure and it's even not cheating ever excused anyway i guess no cheating is excused so if let's say you also know because emotional cheating you i mean it's like you only know when someone has well i guess physical too but like you will never really know when you're emotionally being cheated on no like you, you, you know would because those people are usually absent of like their mind is on someone else hmm. and is that how you just assume that it could be anything it could be like work stress it could be work you know, it could be there yeah. yes but you're not stressed for that person that you look forward to seeing <laughs> it's only the person at home that you are stressed up like that you can't re- Do you understand what i mean like okay no no i feel like you were talking about what you might be perceiving as emotional cheating but it might not be is that what you're saying yes yeah. um, <laughs> so things that might be that that might be like making someone preoccupied and you he's might emotional think, cheating. oh he's not giving me as much yeah he was not giving me as much attention and all these things but he might just be like his mind might just be right other things. Like, his mind is on that. someone else that's an insecurity on your own yeah head, if that ever happens to exactly you, yeah but insecurity is a big part of the human experience that's what i'm and saying it's sometimes like, you can have the it, like the um for whatever way it's like actually you know i actually do have this like telling it's another woman but then sometimes <laughs> it could just be you know maybe you're in a headspace where you're not feeling that you're where you're not your best version and then everything is just like it's another woman it's another woman it's another woman like i think a big part of also thinking about cheating is your own mindset as a person like sometimes that guy is just tired like or sometimes <laughs> or right? just like, easy, not man. everything has to do with oh my god yeah. he's, cheating on me. he's cheating on me but okay it's very easy to resort to that thing. so yeah. the other half of this tweet this is my powerful tweet if oh, you can't what? tolerate that then your marriage their marriage is definitely not for you because the true essence of what marriage is supposed to be was lost way before we were all born. Now, my question is, what is the true essence of marriage? We're going to start with 
Afiloso. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> okay, so this is it. This is my thought on this, mm. right? I don't completely understand what she was getting at, but a, like I feel like I get a little bit of what she was trying to say, which is back in the day, how marriages were, where you know people were much much younger. Now, take for instance, now most of us were born in '93, so we're about 27 right now. 26, 27, 26. 27. So. Hmm. And it, you know, I said to, you know, I, I, I give a leeway, okay? So at this age, right? Uh-huh. Most of our parents had had at least one or two kids, or if not all their children, you know that kind uh-huh. of thing. Now we, how many years later, we're not even married. We haven't even said having one child. Nothing. Uh-huh. Back in the day, when people were getting married and settling down, they were much younger. They hadn't seen as much. It was just. They didn't date. They didn't, you know, they didn't explore. We now, we date. We have serious relationships. Some of us even live with our partners for years. Some people have relationships that are as deep as marriages. They just don't have the paper. Under the covenant. Exactly. And then when you go that far with different, multiple people, and you experience all these things, I think it makes it, it would make it more difficult for you to stick to that one person. You now decide to get in there this is why this is my thought process on that first of all if you've loved before right and you could come out of it and then you can love again you would know that you could love again if you left this person that's number one you know that there's always someone out there for you like it makes it harder for you to just be satisfied with the one thing that you have because you know that there's more out there but if you've not experienced all these like ignorance Mm -hmm. is bliss right but if you've not experienced as much then it's easier for you to just be happy and content where you are exactly you just okay this is what marriage is and this is what you know i've signed up for and all of that that's why you see sometimes there's Sometimes when a couple dates for long, it obviously helps because they know each other more and all of those things. But sometimes it's a big, big negative. This is why. Because both people get comfortable in the roles of boyfriend and girlfriend. When marriage now comes, it's difficult for them to transition into what a husband and wife should be. That's why sometimes you see people say, oh, no, don't date for too long. A lot of older women say that. Oh, no, no, no. Why are you dating someone for two, three years? No, that, uh, uh, all these kind of things. Because they feel, Uh no, they do say, they say that. Yeah. Because you get too comfortable in those roles. And then when you enter marriage, it's difficult for you to assimilate that this is no longer your boyfriend. This this is no longer your girlfriend. This is now your husband and wife. Not only that, in relationships. There's a huge difference, my darling. I'm sorry. You guys are assuming or insinuating that there's a huge difference but what's the huge difference my sister yes what is it so yeah. apart from the fact that you signed a piece of paper <laughs> what makes you as an individual no seriously what makes them change as who they are not exactly. really it's just the paper okay is that what so you're saying what the makes them change about? oh right 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 yes right, right. Yeah, so there's like that's what I mean in it. I mean the behavior, oh. not the not the title. Oh, but maybe so the behavioral factors are still going to be the same. Yeah, yeah so the sorry, that was I'm like if they were able to stay that long in a yeah. relationship as boyfriend and girlfriend, why did the paper now make it like different for them? Like, why can't they transition into whatever? Like, what's the different roles 
No, because now society expects different from me as a husband. The title. Mm. Society expects different from me as a husband and as a wife. As boyfriend and girlfriend, if you don't cook for your boyfriend, uh, you might complain small, but what's his business? As his wife, his mother is telling him, oh, she's not cooking for you. His auntie is telling him this. His Mm -mm. uncle, cousin, everybody has something to say because now you are his wife. Same thing for husband. Your boyfriend does not have to give you anything financially. He like he can sometimes, but there's no obligation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. your husband, mm. there's a whole different. How can he not be paying bills? How? Uh, thank mm. you. Why are you guys splitting mm. rent? You okay. know he's, he's not a man. He's not mm. capable. So you so have to give you like those standards have almost been yeah. to girlfriend and boyfriend. It's almost like yeah, your boyfriend doesn't buy it. He doesn't do that, and then it's like ah, uh-uh, she doesn't. It's almost like no, because the, I feel like it's part of. Like a part of these people just want you to start practicing what you're about to get into. That's the thing. So how long are you exactly. gonna practice for? Two, three years is a dang exactly. long, long time. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm not even here for it myself. Like, so why do I need to? <laughs> yeah. Do it? Oh my god. So I think this is what she really means by essence. Like it's 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 so di- and that's what's made it more difficult in the times we live in. Like there's so much technology, there's so much you Options. know awareness. Oh. Everybody just knows there's so much. Like literally every day we we get fed so much information, most of it unnecessary to be oh, honest. Like and it's just oh it's so much. And then you now think, okay, you're gonna come back home to this same person who's probably been the same. They had a long day at work and you just want to go to bed, but you've been scrolling on instagram all day and you see all these guys topless this one just bought the, his wife porsche this one just flew her to miami mm. <laughs> you'll be getting here like like there's just so many things <laughs> yeah there's just so many there's so many reasons why the essence is not it's not the same it's really like the times we're living in now and you know years before we're born definitely we can't compare no, even like with our parents are different yeah. but for me i feel like the essence of marriage is finding somebody to do the journey with like i feel like none of them like even our parents like at their own time they probably thought man this life is so advanced and like the people before that, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> like i'm sure they just always thought because i feel like life is always supposed to have a level of difficulty that's meant to either make you become your best version of yourself or just push you so in the times that we're in, I feel like we're all in the same times. But, like, why marry? Like, what is the reason? What is the essence? Like, why Why am I going to choose marriage over, like, single dumb? I feel like a huge part of the essence of marriage for, I mean, our parents' generation and older was honestly for kids. It's like, and also for sex. It's it's like, I was watching, honestly, you watch Think Like a Man and they hit the nail on the head with that one. The beginning is, if you remember, like maybe Stone Age or like the generation before our families or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like for a lot of men to get sex was to get married. So a lot of them would get married, of course, have sex, have kids along the way. And it's like, oh, crap, a minute. But then now it's like, that's actually not even a prereq to suffer some men or for some women anymore. Yeah, because like, there's sex everywhere. There's so much availability of, you know, this 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 thing that I could attain via marriage. Why get married? Or at mm. least let's push the timeline a bit further to actually when I'm mentally ready for it. I think that's also an essence of it. And I feel like that's also a big part of what this babe was trying to say. It's like, Marriage is definitely not free because the true essence of what marriage is supposed to be was lost way before we were all born. Perhaps sex, perhaps actually people understanding the actual strength of a family unit. Um, I think there are many ways to look at it, but in my understanding, I feel like that's what she meant. Just that fruit of sex. 
to mm. be honest. Tim, Tim. Society, sex is ubiquitous. Jesus. <laughs> everywhere. All over the place. <laughs> oh my God. Do you, think we're not even, do you think girls too are not helping in being as loose as we can get sometimes when like we're not helping the matter of women in marriages or whatever because people are just giving it out freely? Yes, totally. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, honestly, sometimes it's like at the end of the day, men are dogs, period. But Whoa. I also think if some woman kept... No, 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 no. Because I think if some woman also well, kept the men chasing I feel like it needs to be a meme. <laughs> you like, whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> well, like, whoa. Well, men get us over here. <laughs> we aren't. We aren't. I love men. Number. Okay. But at the same time, Okay, because we're not using all men mm-hmm. here, right? But at the same time, I think a lot of women could leave a lot more men wanting, if that makes or chasing, because men were built to pursue and chase. And I feel like the 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 chase has become a bit more easier, if that makes sense. And it's just like it's not even hard to get anymore. It's just some women like the man doing some work. You know what I mean? It's not even work. It's just like some seriousness or just some level of actually you're the one I want and you're the one I'm going to stick with as opposed to oh, I bet your story is too much. I'm going to listen. A lot of men have come to that point Uh, where it's like, oh, she's fronting. I'm out. Let me go at me. I'm like, not fronting. I just want like <laughs> I am actually crying, and it's not even—it's not even a chase. Because in this day and age, too, at least me, Vanessa. If I like, there's no chase. It's like, see, eh, you like. Let's be, let be going. But, yeah, let's be going because all I'm trying to find now is even somebody I like. Yeah, but I feel like men aren't even presenting themselves to be likable anymore. Yeah. It's almost like it's such a it's such a zoo. Like for them, it's just like. I'm just even like if it's not you, it's the next person. If it's not you, like it's almost Ugh. like it's been ages since someone actually spent some time on me. It's being I feel like we're living in such a society, in a society or a day and age where I'm trying to also be very picky with my words because at the same time we're also very sexually fluid and you know like sexually empowered. So I don't want to be like that woman that's telling women not to do that. But at the same time, it's like, geez, like I mean, is, is there a standard first or are we just, just gonna bust it right open so in many for everybody? Ways, I, I, Mm-hmm. I do believe that, you know, it'll be great if, if if that line between, you know, sex and some level of, um, what's that thing? Is it chastity? What's that thing that we like men to have? Um, chivalry? Yeah, I, chivalry. I it's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, Romance, all this type thing. Yeah, these men are not romantic these days, man. Some of them. Some of them are. Though. Honestly, shout out to my like... romantic men. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, shout out to them because they actually do yeah. exist. We be getting roses here, but it's not about the roses <laughs> and you. No, I don't even count roses. I still feel like flowers are a lazy way to mm. be romantic. For my aesthetic. Oh, yeah, tell no. <laughs> the thing is, I, I like Romance flowers. queen. Oh. It's flowers nice. are nice, but like it's 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 easy, right? It's the it's, it's for me. It's easy, my yeah. Dear. For me, it's, it's really about the little things. Like, okay, we're having a conversation now, and you and I mentioned, you know, I like this random flavor or something, and you, you know, remember. tomorrow is my doorstep. Yeah, things like that mean more than like generic flowers are generic. Like, you have to All be right. more in tune mm-hmm. with the person you're 
you in know, tune with me. Yeah. Yeah. going deep. Like, you have like them she's just giving you. them expo. She's if giving them expo. Start with flower. Maybe you learn the rest later. Because this is my thing, right? The thing about it is that some people can do it easily. They don't need guidance. But sometimes it doesn't come natural to them and you have to tell them. And this is the mistake I feel like a lot of women make is that no one is perfect. Yeah, you just expect someone to be complete and you expect them to do everything you know read your mind so to speak but it doesn't always work that way sometimes you have to guide them and tell them okay this is what i like you know and also because men have no problem telling you what they want and what they never like Like they always (laughs) (laughs) they will take it that's probably why a lot of this is so shocking for people like this whole jada will situation it's because my babe took what she needed yeah yeah And oh and and God. Will forgave her and realized that he still mm-hmm. wanted to be with her and like it's all of those expectations they have typically of women. It's like oh, I promise you, I didn't mean it. If you had Nigerian friends, uh, Will would have divorced her. I can't even imagine the amount of peer pressure. Hey, you think it, are you not no, looking no, no, at the peer pressure online? Hey. It's fifty cents. <laughs> are you not trolling me? I mean, like, they are trolling me now. Guys, Jada's in-laws. Jada's Nigerian in-laws. The in-laws already. Oh my God, uh, that's Will's mother. Will's mom. Yeah. Oh my God. She went on television. Tell the whole world. There's one babe, like, I have one girl for you. Do you know? That's why the voice of Nigerian parents will make sense. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Do you know why it's so hilarious? Because if the roles were reversed and it was mm-hmm. real and it's a Nigerian situation, they'll be telling you that ah, the no. lessons on endurance they would mm-hmm. have given her. Mm-hmm. It's okay now. We have mm-hmm. No, you want another woman to They are dogs. Don't be abusing their mobiles. Like, just stay uh, hey, the They dog. are dogs. It's funny because I hear so many girls talk about men being dogs and then serious relationships. I'm like, God, wait, God, where's the It's like, let me tell you, men are dogs. And it's like, you're in such a lovely <laughs> So is he barking at home? He's barking at home. Babe, you know what, what I noticed though? The people that are most Instagram lovey dovey, I usually have the worst inside relationship. She didn't know. Like audio when relationship. For cheesy. Whenever you hear what you're like, huh? Yeah. And this well, is, that, is that really the case though? Or are people just always a lot more shocked because they just place their relationship on a pedestal, right? Is that like, really you don't know. So, this goes like, back to Simone saying she doesn't believe in together, you angry at each other like this? Like, how are you smiling? Like, you're confused. You're thinking about how you would, how your face would be if you were the one that this happened to. Honestly, or let's say you find out like, oh, this maybe this woman has has been beating her stupidly, but she's always smiling and they're always doing you know, and you're okay. like, ah, I'm not paying you. What time did you have to come and be doing this smiling? Like, no, 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 no. Come resilient. It's resilient. It's, 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 it's the unfortunate of social media too. I don't forget, like, a picture really doesn't tell a whole story. Like, Someone can literally catch up with me. I remember that Beyonce and Jay Z and Solange. Oh my god! Wait, if we did not see that video, nobody that believed that the Beyonce that came out of that elevator (laughs) was there. My mom and I were talking about it. My mom's um, conclusion is that 
I believe that Solange and Jay-Z are like, <laughs> I'm like, mommy, mommy, I don't think so. that's not what happened. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think so. I think it was Jay-Z and someone else, though. But good one. It's like, you can get so many, I don't know, social media is just a complete mess when it comes to all these things. But I don't believe it's absolute that every social media crazy relationship. No, there's, 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 there's no absolute. There's no absolute. I agree with you when you... Right, like no such thing. Absolutely, yeah. No such thing. Yeah, of course. So, how, how do you think part. we as young people can prepare for marriage, Tim? Tim. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I wish I knew. <laughs> I really feel like, like no, there's really no preparing. Like, I feel no, like I don't know. I, no, I think there is preparation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I think there's preparation. <laughs> I don't know that it's what people have been doing, but I think there's preparation. Um, and I mean, I think one one or two ways that are probably great ways to prepare. And it's not even necessarily prepare for marriage. I think it's just prepare for life. For life. Mm. Um, marriage is life, man. But I think one way is just like being very clear on expectations and needs and being able to vocalize that, right? So... I think a lot of, I might be wrong, but I've never been married before, of course. But I think, I mean, even in non-marital relationships, a lot of it really boils down to a misunderstanding of expectations. One person assuming that the other person thought Ooh, this when they sense. thought that. And I just think, you know, if everyone sits down and Talks. really thinks, okay, what do I want? And vocalize, and like, okay, so for example, I think, alignment is something that's so key to marriage mm-hmm. like you both are aligned on the vision mm-hmm. i think will and jada are aligned at least they're aligned on bad marriage for life yeah <laughs> you know and yeah. i think that's such a core strength right like not to take this to the bible the bible says can two work together except they agree no mm-hmm. and it's not just like two christians or two it's just like can two people actually work together except there's an alignment and it's, it's not possible and yeah. i think many people go into marriage one deceiving themselves about their expectations or their mm. desires like one person who's mm. like me i believe in open marriages somebody else is like i only believe in monogamy but they don't have these conversations mm. and then they go in right and then all of a the sudden there's this because they just don't agree because they were <laughs> never alive no, but here's the yeah. thing and this is this is something i was discussing with a friend of mine how what do you think so too many just to mm-hmm. um progress on your point what how do you feel about the fact that a lot of people go into marriages more for love and not for partnership like how do you feel about people that go into marriages as partners more so in this alignment like you're saying so it's not about the feeling it's about their goals and their plans and the message aligning that kind of thing i think that is a perfect setup because the truth is mm-hmm. i mean what mm-hmm. really is love right it's like dopamine oxytocin like your hormones <laughs> doing their thing your brain reacting a certain way yeah. your brain can't keep that up so love, 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 love all that love. stuff it really dies there are many ways to keep to try and keep that spark and keep your brain doing that and it's important right but i just think that if that's the only reason why and there's no greater vision or greater purpose it's mm. just it's more it's not sustainable it's not sustainable um, and not, just speaking enough, on what Simone like... was speak saying about being clear on your expectations and assumptions um i think a lot of the reason why some people might not be clear is because you don't even know so it's like Uh. some people 
need to first learn a lot about themselves before they think about like attaching themselves to someone else because yeah sometimes you're here saying oh i really believe this is me but your actions are a complete different things from things that are coming out of your mouth like you're saying you're all of these things or like all these people who are voting how they don't believe they can take cheating but like you might see them 10 years down the line with a cheating husband and they'll take it and take it very well because like they didn't realize they could like they were just making statements based off of what they think sounds right as opposed to knowing who they are and like knowing what i can tolerate or can't tolerate and because people don't spend enough time like learning themselves and understanding themselves on learning things that they don't even like about themselves because they are so quick to trying to find somebody else who would be what completes them meanwhile you don't even know the complete have version of yourself um yeah sometimes people are not really clear on their expectations because they don't know I true 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 and 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 that is that in itself is problematic and that's why i don't believe in having a set age in mind to get married like i don't really i just think that's so problematic right yeah when you're like okay by like this whole idea of getting married by age 30 getting married by age 30 i think is so problematic well, and people the have timeline yeah people do that I mean, I'm happy for people who have it and it works for them. But I just, I know for myself, I don't have a timeline. And every time I say that, people are like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're strategic about your career, you should also be strategic about your romantic life. I'm just like, I don't have a timeline because I'm going to live my life regardless of whether or not I get married. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, it's just going to go on. And, And I think also... I, I, I think now we're getting closer to understanding that marriage isn't be all and end all of life. That yeah. you know, marriage is not an totally. automatic ticket to happiness. Um, and and I think that's great in our generation. We're really getting Yo, to marriage see can the reality. Be your downfall. Like I feel like the exactly. wrong spouse can, be can really fuck you say, over. Though, Peter definitely advises. He's like, man, stay. Like if you don't get married, continue. Like stay single and focus on God. She's gonna move to the next segment so i thought we would do like a definition segment where we just explain what things are and then we'll say yes or no whether it's for us or not for us okay so um i'll start with open marriages does anybody have a definition for open marriages or should i go with what i have girl please go with what you have because i know what the hell that is an open marriage is a form of non-monogamy in which the partners of a marriage agree that each may engage in extramarital sexual relationships without this being regarded by them as infidelity so it's like i guess you must tell your partner about whoever it is that you're seeing and because you've told him it's no longer infidelity yes or no for you timoni Oh, it's a no for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> oh, it's a no for I me. I guess well. for Afama, I say it's a no for her. <laughs> it would have been great to actually have someone um, who is a yes for because I'm always curious because I, I genuinely don't understand the concept. Of an open marriage. Yeah, I don't really understand the concept and just be single. You know, I always say you the say, same thing. Well, I always wonder why. You're single. It's like, oh, I have someone. Like, a single person is completely different. 
from someone in an open marriage. So that person, I think an open marriage or an open relationship is I'm eating my cake and I'm having it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, fine. Like, I've got someone at the end of the day. But hey, if my eyes sparkle for someone else, I'm going to explore. Yeah, but I guess it's only and physical. Like, so it's like, you can't, like, I don't know. <laughs> you can't what? Emotionally? You cannot emotionally affair like, with that person. Me, how, when, <laughs> okay. Oh, so there's like... I feel like it's possibly a set, like, maybe for people in open marriages, because you must tell your partner. So you can't keep secrets. So it's not like cheating, where it's like you're actually moving around without the person knowing like you're keeping it a secret what i'm also confused about is the cap of it too so it's like do you just do it with how many people is there a limit <laughs> like i mean is it just like oh there's someone this week there's someone next week it's like do you no, i think i think what it's I now within your own open, like no i know you like whoever's open marriage that they will now decide on the terms like oh it can't be every sure. week Maybe once a year, like the whole pass or something. I don't know. Right, I, I feel right, like right. So they all these like terms and conditions. Exactly. But it's just that they are allowing themselves permission to give other people outside of themselves. That's interesting. But then again, I feel like the rigidity of it, which is, I guess, the terms and conditions, where does, like, You've drawn the line, but that line is extra thin because we've already started doing that in the first place. I feel like maybe because I'm like pro-monogamy, I would never really understand mm-hmm. this. Or I'm yet to meet someone where I'm like, oh, okay, I understand what you mean, but not for me. But at this point where I'm just like, it's so bizarre to me, the entire concept of it. I'm just trying to understand because when I was watching Shen Booty, she's this pro-open relationship mm-hmm. lady um, who's having a child with her husband that she's married to. So what happens at that stage as well? It's like, so then we have kids, we're still open. And I know for her, she explains hers as it's when you have an emotional connection with someone that you then pursue a physical part. Yeah, so I'm just so like... You do both the cheating, emotional... I almost thought, right, but to me, it almost seems like there's no one without the other when it comes to these things. Like, I'm sure there's people you see and it's like, oh, I just want a sexual relationship with you, which is, you know, interesting. But at the same time, for a lot of people, especially women, it's 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 the emotional connection that 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 triggers the sexual yeah. part, at least. That makes yeah, it a lot of women that I time. Yeah, that almost makes it the, you know, best fireworks mm-hmm. of your life. So I'm just like, um, how do you just say you know what, I think I'm going to get with someone next week, but I just like how he looks, or vice versa. Anyways, it's foreign Yeah, to I feel like you people don't get it, so you people don't even want to get it. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm not saying that I get it, but I'm just like, I could never say no, never. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would want an open marriage without the line. Like, I don't know if it's like... But you want a whole pass. Or I might want a whole... I don't know. I don't know. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know too, but uh, I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> okay, so polygamous marriage. So that's a no for you guys. So that's four no's. I don't want open marriage too. I want it close. I'm jealous. I don't want to share. And that there's also that aspect. I'm sorry. Can we explore jealousy <laughs> a little bit? It's like I just had this conversation prior to coming back on this um this podcast, and I was talking about the whole concept of of women who I've also seen it a bit of a normal back right so i was i was having a conversation with this person i'm talking about the whole normalcy of some woman who like you know date married we're talking about jealousy right now right and my whole thing is like okay fine of course that's what you can you guys hear me yes we can 
Yes, yes, we can hear you clearly. Oh, great. And just okay. talking about the normalcy of fine women dating married men. And apart from it just being morally like, wrong. Like, honey, what are we doing? <laughs> There's also that jealousy aspect. Like, imagine, like, you... Because I don't also believe these things are just transactions. Like, oh, he gives me money. And, you know, we have sex sometimes. <laughs> but I don't think I like him. It's like, honey, I'm pretty sure, like, that nigga's providing for you. He's piping it down. It's like, don't like no way. You don't feel like, yeah. oh. Right, there's no way, right? So it's just like, what? Well, how do you now feel at the point where he's like, "Man, I have to go. My child damn is sick, and I have to go." My and when you FaceTime like, his wife, that's the you. aspect. You're saying he has to go, right? <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Sometimes they FaceTime their wives in front of you, like, and you have to be mute, right? So like, just, that's interesting too, right? So it's like, how? I mean, there's the integrity factor. There's the, I mean, it's there's yes, so many factors to these things. Nobody. It is, but at the same time, it's like, how? Because I mean, maybe because I'm also very my man, oh. man, like, like I love my man. So it's just like I don't see how like I'm trying to share you. Yeah. Even world, you know. So um, not for me, not for me, not for me. I guess you can ask after. No, I asked for you after. After my open marriage for you. You've answered. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have your answer. I already voted no for you. Okay, so now the next one is polygamous marriages. A polygamous marriage is the practice of marrying multiple spouses, aka husband belongs to the streets. Our husband, very prevalent with the people in of Isma- Islamic faith and some Christians too. So, um, it's polygamy mm. for you Timoni. <laughs> no it's not for me <laughs> it is not for me it's interesting because i don't know if you guys saw this video of buchi emacheta where she was alluding to the fact that polygamy is actually more enabling of female empowerment but, yeah i was like I yeah nice that. chat sis thanks very much <laughs> Absolutely. no i saw that um, Sorry, how did yeah. she um, correlate them both? So, okay, do you want to speak to me or should I? Take it, take, take it. Can take just summarize. Okay. So basically, she was just trying to say that you know, in Igbo, in the Igbo culture, you know, decades ago, it was more empowering for like the first wife. So actually, the only person that won in the situation was the first mm-hmm. wife because mm. in polygamous homes, the younger wives would be the ones to take care of the children, take care of the husband, do the cooking, all of that. And then the older wife, the first wife, could go do her business, live in a different town. Mm-hmm. So she was more empowered as a human being because she was allowed, she was given more independence, you know. But in that situation, it only worked for the first wife. The other wives were not as fortunate. Or the lower wife, the last wife was definitely no. not privileged at all. Yeah. And yeah, it so it was just me, the first wife. Like, what yeah, sounds like... Talking about was just hiring a nanny. Like, just I was about to say, like, it sounds like having a monogamous marriage yeah. and hiring a <laughs> privileged enough to. No, but that's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like, but he wants I'm sorry, oh and all that he cares by the time he reached the fifth wife, like, but yeah, so that's what I saw, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting angle, though. But I mean, these times don't exist for it, you know, in majority of societies, so. Um, I don't so know that I agree with this, babe, because like, my grandma was first wife, and I feel like, um... Are you minding her? I don't think I'm her boss, <laughs> but okay. No, I feel like, I don't... I mean, she tried it, Sha, but nah. Yeah. No, she did It could be applicable to perhaps women. And even that idea that women didn't work back in, especially like African women, apparently it's like 
bullshit from the heavens that many of them had to farm to like feed their kids and their own families like they were working with their husbands it's just obviously it's not go to the office it's like go to the farmland you go and farm your own yam farm your own like you gather food for your family sometimes you have to go and sell these yams in the market and have money so that idea that like my mom says she grew up seeing her mother would go to work every morning so i don't know how women like became these things that just didn't work especially in the african context like apparently this was a westernized thing that came and it was like oh yeah women stay stay in one place but like africans in general were allowed to work or the african women always worked apparently yeah because you have to take care of, like the farming thing you said yeah. obviously taking care of children all of that organizing the home it's work yeah i feel like even housewives work like I don't yeah think it's like it's labor it is like being a full-time wife and mother is work it's not <laughs> it's not easy yeah it's not easy okay so might not be a nine to i think we've something. agreed on the definition of cheating is that a yes or no for anybody within your marriage would you be tolerant of a cheating spouse thank you no <laughs> tim tim retweet <laughs> should i retweet <laughs> i feel like vanessa will be like a hell no like i'm, a, I'm, a... <laughs> I'm a brush you in atlanta like um does anyone want to describe baby mama drama and is that like because i feel like that's one thing i've noticed that's prevalent in these times people um oh vanny's unable to connect again um ah. okay sorry mm-hmm. back to baby mama drama um yeah like what does that even mean because if let's say you marry someone like you guys are married and then next thing you find out that he has another child coming um what's the and now even the woman and the child are now becoming a thorn in your flesh like is that a potential i will fuck that babe up or is that a potential i'm leaving this marriage is that a yes or no for a baby mama drama hmm because some people just don't feel right leaving their husbands on top of another woman. Like, they'll be like, never. We'll fight till we die. So, even if the baby, like, you might have your own kids. That one has our own kids. But then now, the new woman is trying to show you that she's eating from your pot. And, like, had to, she has something to hold your husband. Would you be able to, like, keep going back and forth to another woman on top a man? Okay, I'm back. I can hear everyone. <laughs> well um i don't think i can you don't think you can do baby mama drama Abby? no i don't think i can i think that's that's a deal breaker for me tim tim but that i'm saying so now but i don't know my future i hopefully should never have to deal with that um, Amen. yeah that's not something i ever want to deal with but i don't think i can i think it would be quite difficult to deal like with you would definitely not be happy dealing with that for sure no, I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Tim Tim, what do you think? So, I, I don't know about baby mama drama because honestly, I can't even 
I can't even co- like my mind can't even contain that. Um, but just I don't like any kind of drama. <laughs> so, drama club, I so. Baby mama drama is drama, and so it's a no from me. Ha, huh, Vanessa, how far are you? Vanessa, I feel like you've had some experience with baby mama drama. You know, you're so predictable because I feel like I knew. <laughs> so I don't want to, so it, well, I didn't experience baby mama drama, but I have dated a guy who had a kitty. Um, and if anything, there was no drama. It was more so me yeah. sometimes. Ah, I feel like she just still loves you. Like it was me thinking in place of the other woman and almost feeling not sorry for her, but it was drama because some days I'm like, dang, nigga, like I'm gonna spend all my time with you. Like, why are you leaving me to go spend time with your daughter? Uh, so it was just moments of jealousy. Um, is that drama? I don't know. Would I want to do it again? I think as a more mature woman, um, I don't want to deal with the drama, but I don't think I am completely against dating men with some. Kids as a child you know just get it under control honey but at the same time um i don't want to deal with your ex thing that's it but the drama absolutely no i'm sorry but i'm not yeah. opposed to you you know kicking it with somebody yeah i mean i think blended families that's a completely different conversation i don't like i uh, bruh i just feel like because I might know myself as a sweet person, da 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 da, but it's like I don't even think of myself as that. Like I feel like I'm really like getting closer to God, so that I'm less of a trash human being. But like, if you have all these, different... you're not a trash human okay, being. Thank oh, you. I love that. Oh, <laughs> no, but I'm saying that like I feel like if we had a blended family, or if there was a baby mama, or if there was something like. It would just make my Christian journey a lot harder because, like, the real me that wants to just, like, you know, change the game or just be dramatic or something will be struggling to stay at bay, you know? But, like, if it's my husband, my house, my children, even anything that I do will not be will not be seen as me being anything but myself because it's my kids and it's, like... But when you have a blended family as someone else's kids like your words can be misconstrued as something else like you start walking around it like you're not really comfortable in your own household because you're not trying to like send the wrong message message that would have just been all right with your own family because they know like this is just you i don't know i don't know maybe i've got a bit of a fantasy in terms of that well i ideally it would be nice if um the guy also plays the role of, I think, in whatever situation or circumstance you're in, there will be boundaries put in place, right? I don't think them, like a blended family or, you know, a guy having kids prior to entering a marriage with you prohibits you starting a family with him. Like, that will come, right? But I think ideally, maybe the, I think there are factors in place. I don't want to have too many before. <laughs> like, I don't want five kids, you know, before like me. I don't know. I don't know. But let's let's leave blended family for another podcast, perhaps. But baby mama, <laughs> no, that's I'm enough for just, you. I did cheating uh, for you. I did for you, Vani. Was it no for you, right? What can I take cheating? <laughs> I am not say it. Hell no. No, no. What is the actual question? <laughs> yeah, can you take cheating? Any form, cheating, um, emotional and physical, all the different affairs. You know, actually, this is an interesting one. It's not. I don't want to call it an absolute no. Let me tell you why. Because 
Right. I feel like you're shook too because I used to have all stone like answers and but I think I've come to a place where I realize that there's so many gray areas in life and sometimes mm-hmm. like, they call you give, more. Uh, what do you say? <laughs> oh, I hate <laughs> Um, no, but let me tell you why. I, I feel like I'm also in a season where I'm begging God to bless me with the grace that he has also graced me with. So extending grace to others. And I feel like at a point of marriage, at a certain, we just don't know, right? And we don't know if it could be us slipping or him slipping. Mm-hmm. But circumstance. Would you want to be forgiving if you slipped? Right, exactly. If you're so asking like, for forgiveness. Have, Right, it's the grace that God has given me. It's the grace that I would like to be extended myself because I'm an imperfect human being. So the dynamic of the cheating, I don't know. Can I accept? I feel like it um, was, yeah, it will have to. There's a good have to be like each one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, you cheated on me. Okay, okay, cool. Let's move on. Like there's still going to be several stages of getting over that. If really get you will touch on that person. <laughs> right, because I'm such a right right so it's not an absolute no but definitely a, oh my god don't do that to me. Yeah. okay so now we're going to talk about our fears i know fear is a lie of the devil it's not true anything you're afraid of is just the devil trying to play tricks with you but at the same time i feel like some of the things that we're afraid of stem from places maybe things that we have seen things that have happened maybe in our families all of those things sort of fuel the things that make us afraid so do you have fears about marriage and do you know where they stem from or what they are i'll start with myself so that you guys can sort of think about what it is you want to say um for me my biggest fear about getting married is just losing myself and I think it comes from just seeing tons of women in my life, whether it's aunties, my mom, my cousins, like people who get married. And before they were married, it's like they were stars. Like that's a star girl. Like you see somebody like everywhere she went, everyone knew who she was. Like she was good in her business, good in everything that she did. Then upon marriage, it's like that light just dims and then they just become a shadow of themselves. Like all that sparkle that they had just disappears. And I feel like I have some sparkle, at least that I can see. Yeah, girl, you I got, got spark- some. <laughs> I got sparkle, okay? Sparklers. And like my biggest fear is that like I start this journey with somebody and then all of that just dies down and I just forget who I am or become a shadow of myself that's mine yeah anyone want to go next Um, should I delegate I can go next (laughs) (laughs) so mine is mine is that I stop like myself and my partner stop trying so we just fall out of love and we just we just don't want to make that effort anymore. Mm. So we like sort of give up on the love and each other, mm. so to speak. That's my biggest fear. Do you know where that stems yeah. from? Are you just... Um, I guess no, it's I from am. a place of feeling like, is there such a thing as unconditional love? Like, 
I'm yeah. not sure. Jesus is no. the example. That man loves Justin. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, besides, of course, yeah. Christ. Like, I mean, human to human. Like, apart from, like, with your children or maybe your mother feels for you. That Because I don't even think a lot of fathers, some do, but not a lot of them have unconditional love. For their kids. And, yeah, a lot of them don't. So, it's like, is it possible that, you know, you can have a romantic partner and you guys actually love yourself unconditionally and go through all of, you know, the good and the bad and ups and downs and all of that and still be strong and together. And I don't mean, like, just deciding to cohabitate, like, just be... In the same house. One house. Yeah, no, I mean still be in love. Shame. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Vani, what? you want to go next? Me? What is my fear? Mm. I think among the the many. Um I'll say not being able <laughs> to Jesus' name. Um but I think one of my fears is just not being able to. But it's also a fear I know like see it will happen. Like um I'll overcome. It's not being able to lose myself in love. Um and it's I think it's because I have done it before. Um I just realized that I think it's Jeannie's Jeannie, your fear was losing yourself and not being able to have that spark i think for me it's knowing that not dimming the spark that i have now to love someone else if that makes sense it's like i'm, I'm yeah. scared to almost give up my wholeness at some point because i think it's bound to happen regardless of oh i'm whole and i'm eating another hole like yeah. i think a lot was so heavy sometimes or it's just like okay okay i'm drowning i need to like find myself again um yeah. i'm like not get to that point anymore because in as much as it's scary to get there it's also such a beautiful place um, because it comes from just someone else so wholeheartedly um yeah i'm scared to surrender to that love yeah because at the same time it's like dang girl you don't lost yourself but it's also just like oh i'm so (laughs) someone um yeah i'm scared to you know not be able to do that anymore because I've reached this sweet spot of this version of myself and I mean I keep on grace um but that's it for me but it'll happen it'll happen Tim Tim yes girl it will happen mm-hmm. um it might probably be along the lines of marriage not enabling my broader purpose in life mm-hmm. and also the same for a future partner right so it's not just like oh okay my marriage just doesn't enable my purpose or allow me achieve my purpose in every season and every area of my life but then also for my partner um yeah wow i think i really want it to be a mutually beneficial partnership yeah yeah um, a fear is that you know one person doesn't benefit as, as much the, other. As the other person. Yeah. And I mean we see that a lot yeah. in society. Today. I also feel like sometimes um, yeah. at that point too it's like it might not always happen for um each partner at the same time. So like sometimes somebody is really experiencing a boom in their life or in their career mm-hmm. that might require mm-hmm. you to sort of be like calmer or maybe take a less serious role maybe because now they're small kids and they're this and this person has a bigger opportunity right now so it's just Mm -hmm. trying to find the balance but then again like i feel like god always just puts us on the path that we need to be like sometimes you think ah i should have been here i should have been there but like you are exactly where you're supposed to be learning where you're supposed to be learning and i feel like this idea of unconditional love i think 
the best way to even like practice this is having it for yourself like mm-hmm. because even and i feel like that may have been what's like what jada's cockiness may have seemed like like she, she just reached a point where she's just like i'm done like beating myself up about shit like i am who i am and i love every inch of myself flaws and all and like anybody who's supposed to be in my life or who's my partner needs to know me wholeheartedly like my mistakes my strengths my weaknesses like you need to know all of those things and still want to be here so it's like sometimes i feel like in some relationships too people are fully afraid to make mistakes because it's like they hover like this relationship over your head like you think oh my god if i get fat you leave me if i do this you leave me like you're barely able to just exist and just be free because you think that that will be the end of your relationship but i think what will be a healthier form of you know partnership is one where like people you know are not really in ideal or what people consider ideal marriages but people are situations where they are you know able to speak with their partners and express themselves and be true about who they really are and still be loved unconditionally you have to teach people how to be that to you by being that with yourself mm. i'm really glad you guys came you guys thank you for like indulging and coming to talk to genie out the bottle listeners um I hope we can find time to do this again and just thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thanks Don't for forget me. people, you guys need to check out Vanessa Perez on YouTube. Uh, I followed. I I followed. Yay. Oh, thank you and so much. I need to watch cuz I watch YouTube so I'm excited. Yeah, I think I need to get on this YouTube train. Maybe put the podcast it's on. It's so too. fun. No, the podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, shamelessly plugging myself. It's a good You're a girl. Why, why ever Till next time. Bye, ladies. Thank you for coming. I love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies.